Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for All You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I of course have to introduce the other two co-leaders of the group. Two amazing people who held it down last week. I, you know, when you record these episodes… It's it's uh I mean you feel like you've already heard the the podcast and everything like that so you don't really need to like go back but I get excited every time I'm not on it because I get to actually witness something from the beginning to the end fresh eared and everything and I I I just want to let you guys know I listened to the whole episode audio problems and oh, all well, so I'm sorry. that's how dedicated I am <laughs> oh, to hearing man. you guys voice and that's how much I miss you guys so um, the other co-leaders are, of course, Alan Mark and the one who rounds out the big three and hails from NYC. It's Steven as well. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Both talk at the same time. You know what? Let's start with Steven first. How about that? What? I know, Alan Mark. I know you're chomping at the bit to let me know, to, to let me know um, how your experience in certain K-pop concerts were. But... <laughs> Uh, Steven, I want to know how you're doing. I know you're getting ready for a huge yeah. trip. You don't have to disclose where you're going if you don't want to. But I know it's going to be a big, long trip. So yeah, um, are you excited? I am very excited. I could, you could say I'm très, très excited. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, just, I don't know. I'm a little scatterbrained just thinking of all this stuff. Uh, oh, also because you're going second instead of third. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but also, first off, also, uh, not, I guess, uh, too late for first off, but glad <laughs> to have you back, <laughs> Chuck. I'm back. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm doing pretty well. Um, yep. Not, not too much else. <laughs> cool. Anything new that you have not told me? You might have told Alan Mark last week. Uh, I don't know. That's- I guess I did kind of tell you if you listened to it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but no, nothing I can think of. Yeah. All right. Well, um, oh yeah, I don't think we ever talked about this. Um, does that mean you're going to be on hiatus for the next uh, couple weeks? Uh, yeah, I will it's be gonna on be, hiatus. It's going to be ha- it's going to be ham for three weeks or weeks. something like that. So, oh my god. Yeah, the the inmates are gonna run the asylum. Like, <laughs> it's just gonna be a hot mess. I feel like the first one's gonna be okay, and then it's just gonna slowly evolve into um, not. We're not even gonna talk about K-pop. I feel like oh, that's no. the end of it all. So you're gonna have to come back as soon as possible to like wrangle the both of us. Um, and speaking of the um, my accomplice in the criminal act that we will do, <laughs> it is Alan Mark. You're going third. How does it feel? I didn't agree to, to any uh, of that. Let me know. What's that? I didn't agree to any of that. <laughs> uh, oh, no. It's going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, it will. Naturally. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm good. I'm very good. Tired because I'm taking on a lot of things in my life. Uh, but otherwise, uh, they're good things, though. It's things that I'm excited about generally. So, yeah. It's finally Virgo season. I'm a And I am a Virgo moon and rising. So... All this energy is just coming my way now, and uh, yeah, that's that's life. Would you say that this is your favorite time of the year? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite time of the year? I like October. 
Okay, birthday month-ish. Yeah, birthday month, yeah. yeah. Do you like the spooky stuff or are you just like the, I like the vibe. fall feeling? The vibe. I just yeah. like the general vibe, yeah. Yeah. I like it. It feels cozier for some reason. Yeah, even yeah. though it's colder. But maybe that's yeah. why. Because you want to cozy yeah. up. If you want to… Like, I feel like people feel the need to hang out more together. As opposed to go out and go to places. Oh, like stay in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Get more intimate uh, sure. hangouts and everything. Which we will do, I'm, I'm sure. Sure. At some point in the future. Okay. Um, I know I heard it in the podcast and you told told me, uh, told it to me on the side a um, couple times. But tell me something new about, because cause we ha- we've had like a slew of US K-pop content. I mean, K-Con just happened for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Head in the Clouds just happened right. uh. for better. Um, Michelle Yeoh, like, she popped out. I, I just feel like if okay, if you had to choose, Stephen KCon or Head in the Clouds, which one would you have gone to? Uh, probably KCon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, because like, what's the percentage of K-pop that was ahead in the clouds? Maybe like twenty percent. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was just yeah. all eighty-eight rising. But anyway, uh, WJSN was. In the crowd right. during Head in the Clouds, so there's mm. that. <laughs> and you could, oh man! And then you could have you could have seen uh, Michelle Yeoh, yeah. Simu Liu if you if you're into that. Um, <laughs> into that. <laughs> everyone Seeing from Wang Fu Productions, probably mm. maybe. Um, yeah, I I truthfully would have wanted to experience KCON more, but I think. I would have enjoyed the vibes of Head in the Clouds more. But I don't need to go to like a festival. Like mm-hmm. I, I would have loved to just sit down in a stadium uh-huh. and watch yeah. them perform. But yeah. Um, but Alamark, you went to 17. I did. Is there anything new that you want to share with us about your experience? Oh, or anything man. more you want to say? It's any any critiques if there are any. no critiques. I saw a bunch of <laughs> no critiques. I, I saw a bunch of videos and I'm just so jealous. Oh, that man. looked like the most fun, amazing. Yeah, not only K-pop concert but just regular. Yeah, concert. just any concert in general. I yeah. think they they really put on a great show. So, yeah, I uh, I don't know what else to say. It's uh, just I don't know. The thing is, like, I already saw. I saw the live stream of their Soul concert when they did that earlier, I think in June or so. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of it was similar. It's just a lot fewer songs. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it didn't matter because it was just so fun and they're just in- incredible performers. Uh, and yeah, the- they're so good. They're, they're so clean. Yeah. I can't believe. Yeah. How like much energy they always bring it, yeah. or they always bring to every single song, yeah. or just performance. And, it's just incredible. And you know the microphones were live too, so that's yeah. impressive. That's really impressive. Crazy. Um, I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. they were dancing all out, and then like yeah, their 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 voices, their their like singing wouldn't sound out of breath for some yeah. reason. And the, yeah, the condi- their conditioning is just incredible. But yeah, even especially after the infinite Ajunice at the end. So, <laughs> mm. oh, my God, I'm so happy to I got to experience the infinite. It's Ajunice. well worth it, I think, in my opinion. Oh yeah, you, you probably could have paid more oh, yeah. and would have been. Just oh, happy. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's good. Um, I think 
Steven, do you have any concerts left? I, I think um, I'm all concert out. I completely forgot that KCON was coming to San Francisco yesterday as oh, yeah. at the time of recording. Um, and I could have saw I could have seen Stacy, and I'm so mad. But I don't know if I want to. I don't trust San Francisco venues anymore. Mm. Who knows? If they, the, the AC will what be. What venue on. was that? It was a stage venue, uh, like a theater venue. Yeah, yeah. It was. I forget actually. Yeah. It. it, it yeah. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there were seats everywhere, and then like yeah. an elevated stage. Yeah. In any, in any case, I did not go, and I am sad. But I, I think I'm okay. Who Who was there? Like. Was it Cravity? I think was there. Yeah, it was Cravity to Stacy, and then I forgot the other girl group. I think I would have been okay actually. Nmax? If it was just no. Stacy, I would have paid the same amount. Wait, it wasn't Nmax. Oh. oh wait, yeah, I forget. Um, sp- speaking of KCON, I saw a lot of podcasters attend mm. and do the the uh, the what is it? What's it called? The high wave or the the wave high? I forget. Whatever those things are. Where you can probably just high high wave. wave? Is that what they're calling? Because yeah, they're not they're not it's not high five, so it's not a high touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a high wave. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, high wave, I guess. Um and then I was just thinking like, man, the dream of the three of us going to cake on. I don't care where it is. I'll go I'll I'll buy a ticket to New York if I have to. I'll buy a ticket to New York day. just to visit Steven and we can hang out as oh, friends. Oh god, you're right. Oh man, you <laughs> Okay, all right, you win. You win Alan Mark. You win better friend, better leader. <laughs> you know what, Steven? I'll buy you a meal. How about that? Ooh, okay. Whatever meal you want. All right. You just got to make the reservation months in advance. Okay, I have a place in mind then. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, it was good catching up with you guys and talking, talking shop. I guess I don't know. I just I, I really missed you guys, so it's good to um, missed you it's too. Good to catch up. It's cute. Oh. Yeah. So, um, speaking of meals, speaking of amazing dishes and whatnot, we have a bunch. To share with you because we're not only this this release that we're talking about this week. It's not the only one that came out. There are plenty of other releases, unless there aren't, and then I'm just completely you're just like pulling from strings, uh, Stephen. But uh, we like to share them in a little segment that we call Stephen's Specials of the Week. So, Stephen, what are we eating this week? Yeah, so we do have five more releases this week from many. To choose from, uh, but yeah, some some interesting ones. Uh, starting off on Monday, um, Alan Mark told us about these. How much he loved them, but big beat the group. I've had their comeback with the single album "After Like," a title track of the same name. This is their third single album, pretty much their third release overall. Uh, because all of them had two songs each. Um, on this one, member. Uh, Ray, who's the rapper, is credited with rap making on the title track, uh, along with Mami Son. Um, and then uh, the same lyricists who did uh, one song each on each of their previous single albums, uh, Sojium and Isuran, uh, did the lyrics for the two singles. And we also see Anna Timgren and Justin Reinstein on this album. Um, so it's a lot of, a lot of familiar names. Uh, but yeah, these songs are phenomenal. <laughs> and yeah, love, like them a lot. Um, 
so yeah, that was Monday. Just one from Monday. Uh, we have one from Tuesday. It is uh, Leo of Bix. He has a mini album called Piano Man Opus 9. And the title track is called Losing Game. This is Leo's third mini album. There are five tracks. Uh, he wrote and composed on all of them um, alongside Brian and Ijo Im, Kim Taeju, and Jimmy Clayson. Um, but in addition to the, the highlight medley that they usually put out, they also released an image that they called a melody spoiler for the uh, title track, which is just about a half page of sheet music that looks like it was like hand transcribed. Um, and I, I didn't check if it looked accurate, but I, I think it is. And it appears to be in the key of a B flat major. <laughs> so um, we, sh- we might have to verify that though. Um, so yeah, that, that was Leo. Uh, then all of our other, uh, specials are from Thursday. Uh, first up, uh, my bias from only one of, uh, released a single, uh, well, it's Junji of only one of, uh, the single is part of their underground idol project. This is number three in that series and it's called Be Mine. Uh, not much to say about this, uh, except the, the teaser video, it does have Yujung and KB plus uh, Rie. So it looks like the story is kind of continuing or it's in the same universe. Um, and we'll see if the quote unquote warm bromance continues <laughs> for their, <laughs> their videos. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's a new concept. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this will be a, a good, good release. Uh, same day, uh, we have an SM Station single. It is from Yeri of Red Velvet and Sam Kim with the song Nap Fairy. This is the fourth SM Station single of the year. If you're not including the NCT Lab things, I don't know if that really counts or whatever. But uh, I, there's not too much info about this, um, but I did watch the music video teaser. I think there is a shot in there that has real meme potential. It's Sam Kim smiling while reading a newspaper that is on fire. So I think, yeah, that I, I would hope to see that in, in the future. <laughs> um, and lastly, uh, the we have a, a, a mini album from the singer Yuha. It's called Love You More, Comma. And uh, the title track is called Last Dance. This is Yuha's first EP, there are five songs, and like Leo, she wrote and composed on all five, plus got an arrangement credit for the title track. And uh, I'm just a fan of hers. She released some great singles the past few years, uh, but hasn't been too active uh, releasing her own music this year. Um, but the, am- the album sampler sounds great. Uh, and I was just checking her like official Twitter, I guess, more of, maybe it's more of the label Twitter for her. Uh, their first tweet this year was on August 22nd, and the previous one was on September 29th of last year. So, uh, yeah, I, she's more active on, on Instagram if you do want to follow what she's up to. But, uh, yeah, you know, who's, who's worked on a lot of K-pop songs, including uh, like PTT and I think one other Luna song. But, um, yeah, so I always like seeing when there are writers who have their own songs as well. But uh, yeah, those are my specials of the week. Scrumptious, Stephen. Scrumptious. Okay. 
Um, I like to think about what Alan Mark is about to say for this rundown because I, I, I too, like in a split second, think about what do I need to be mm-hmm. uh, run uh, down with? Um, so I'm very curious. Um, it's great because I think this this group will always, will now uh, hold a very special place in my heart as not only the first concert um, that Alan Mark and I went to since the start of the pandemic, but also my very first K-pop concert. So... Alan Mark, give us a rundown on this amazing group. I want to know what they've been up to. Yeah, so what has CIX been up to since we last covered them in episode 12? Uh, well, on August 17th of 2021, they released their full, their first full-length album, OK Prologue, colon, B-OK, paired with the lead single, Wave. Then, leading into the new year of 2022, their single, Cinema, would be awarded the coveted Golden Tong for Single of the Year <laughs> by All You Can Eat's Alan Mark, possibly what? one of the most difficult awards to win. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Yeah. Wait, wait. The, the, the Golden Tong or an award by you? Is, both. It's, 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, one of them. It is yeah. both. <laughs> Uh, Alan Mark doesn't even give awards sometimes yeah, for certain years. Yeah. If he if there are no good songs, yeah. it just says nobody exactly. Gets the award. No yeah. one's gotten an award prior to twenty twenty. So what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> All right. All right. Then in twenty twenty two, they released their first Japanese studio album, Pinky Swear, on March thirtieth. Then on April 15th to 17th, they held their first solo concert in Seoul, which was rescheduled from the canceled concerts back in 2020, uh, which was quickly followed by their first U.S. tour, Rebel, where they graced the city of Berkeley, California with, the present, <laughs> with their presence, where Chuck and I were also <laughs> present. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who would have thought that would have been my, be- my most favorite experience to date? Great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All right, then on August 22nd, they released their fifth EP, OK Episode 1, OK Not, with the lead single, 5, 4, oh, whoa. Oh, no. 5, 8, 4, no. I was, my mind went straight to 538, that stats website for NBA, with the lead single, 4, 5, 8, and that's the EP that we were discussing today. I did not think that that was the single when I first looked at the track list. I thought it was a B-side, but I, it was, I was, it made sense once I listened to the song. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we got a nice, nice, easy, quick one for y'all. Hopefully, uh, we'll try to get through this as efficiently as possible just because um, uh, Steven has somewhere to be <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, um, this will be but, an okay length or or not. You um, know, yeah, who knows? It, it's three of us. It's you just kind of have to like add an extra <laughs> forty five minutes to every episode. Okay, that's enough talking. It's four songs, four tracks, EP. Let's get started with track number one, entitled "Without You." Um, okay, um, let me start, guys. I I I really always enjoy listening to CIX tracks just because it's. Um, I feel like they've really found 
um, their pocket. They they found the kind of sounds that they like to um, to uh, latch on to. And for me, for this song, uh, this one seemed like it kind of fit with kind of the ethos of who I think of when or what I think of when I think of CIX. This one is like started off with a very like um, simple, like very drawn out guitar. Uh, section uh, electric guitar section um, kind of trying to build something up um, in nature uh, yeah trying to build something up but at the same time it was still like a very calm intro um, it, it's not like a interlude or anything like it's 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 a legit song and so um, I did appreciate how this sort of got me back to the more mid-tempoed sound that I'm used to with this group um, even though Cinema is very good, and that's very fun and fast. But yeah, this this type of sound is what I think of when I think of CIX. Um, and yeah, I I thought this was like a very fun, poppy sort of track. I, I I've noticed a lot of like arrangements in this song remind me a lot of songs that would typically come out in the summer. So I was thinking this song had a very like island pool vibe to me. Um, especially with the verses and everything like that, um, but yeah, I, I for me, I, I'll probably say more. Obviously, as you guys talk a little bit more about it, but um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a good like reintroduction back into CAX for me. Um, yeah, hmm. Steven, do you want to go or Alan Mark? Do you want to go? I can go. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like this song a lot. Um, and one thing I thought was just great about it was that they were able to create these sort of impactful moments in the song. Like I think they start off pretty soft, both yeah. vocally and instrumentally. But then I think that chorus is pretty like emotional sounding. Um, and I think that's like the one thing I wanted to talk about about this song. Um, that pre-chorus and the chorus because they it, it made me like question like where does the, the chorus actually begin since the pre-chorus and the chorus melodies are almost identical mm. uh, so what differentiates them is the, like the performance and then the obviously the instruments that they use but when we hear the pre-chorus like it's sung at this almost conversational like delivery uh it's it's kind of soft um but then especially when when Bae Jin Young sings his lines in the chorus those, the first ones of like the chorus where they bring in all the instruments it, it's just a lot less restrained and it, it's cool how they use the same melody but it's a totally different like feeling when when we get uh it again um so i thought that was cool they did change a couple things with the instrument instrumental in each uh, pre-chorus and chorus, but um, I, I don't think that added as much as just the way they sounded singing it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was just really cool. Did this uh, topple your um, your your uh, favorite CAX? Is it cinema? It's not cinema, is it? My favorite. C- oh, are you talking to me CAX or Stephen? No, no, to you, Almar. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd say so just because I listen to it a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It, it doesn't topple cinema, but this is still a very, very good song that I really enjoy. Uh, I mean, it's 
It's interesting because it's a very simple arrangement. It's not much more than a standard like guitar based drums. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that works really well in its favor because as y'all mentioned, uh, like that really drives home the emotion and the sentimentalness of it. The like this melody is just so strong that having all well, the strings too that come up, but the like having a more straightforward arrangement. I think allows the melody to shine the brightest out of any section of the song, uh, which I think was just such a smart choice because the, I mean, yeah, the melody itself is really like, interesting to listen to really, uh, really good. Uh, but also the members perform them really well. Like, of course, Jung-hun's gonna be incredible, especially when he does more powerful stuff. Um, Steven already mentioned Bae Jin Young, but even like, I think Young He had really great parts as well. Like, um, yeah, I think we're, especially having covered CIX before, it's nice that I feel like we're seeing more and more like vocal development out of the members too. So I thought, um, you know, this you know, song is a nice like step towards like, you know, even being even better vocalists. So, uh, yeah, I know. I just, I just love it. Uh, also, the guitar, I think, in the verses, it stays consistent and plays the same thing over and over again. But I don't know what it is. It doesn't ever get boring or stale. It's nice that it's sort of the same thing and keeps it consistent. Uh, but yeah, I think it sort of helps uh, evoke a feeling of loneliness, I guess. Like, you're going through each day the same because I mean, this Ooh, person is not in their life anymore. So, Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I really like it's a really great start to uh, what is ultimately a short EP. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I know all, the, the, all their EPs are like what? It's usually like five or six. six. Yeah. Yeah. So four is, four is interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. Speaking of the short set list, uh, we have number two of four to talk about now. Um, the song's entitled 584-845-548, depending on whatever sequence you want. Um, but uh, we'll go with 458 for, in this case. <laughs> and I did not actually look up what that meant, uh, that sequence of numbers. Um, so does anybody know? Can anybody explain that to me? Okay. Did I need to look? Did I really need to look at the music video? I think that no, the music video is no. not going to. No, I think the yeah, main, okay. the main source of it is the specific like Ferrari four five eight. So oh, that, that's a yeah, it's okay, a model okay. Ferrari, but there might be more. There I was are. Ask two, if it was, yeah, there are two other things that I saw great. people Thank you, were Steve. saying. The meaning was. <laughs> the first, one of them is uh, <laughs> he was like uh, no you're wrong Alamark uh, this is what it really is in addition to that the Ferrari but um, one of them is 458 are the la- last three digits of the speed of light or, like Ooh. Uh, okay that makes yeah. way more sense <laughs> and <laughs> for them to use it that, that's what I mean yeah well, they also I, say, Ferrari is too straightforward oh yeah well they say the word Ferrari yeah of course yeah, oh, that, yeah that, that's what it yeah um, I like that though. And then the other meaning is uh, on a phone keypad, the numbers four, five, eight. You have the letters I L U. So <gasps> that that was another thing people were thinking uh, because mm. I think 
that's uh, one of the common like Korean texting things that they would type four five eight. Ah, uh, they don't say one four three. I I I la 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 love you. They don't do that. They don't do that one. No, that's an old song for you uh, young heads out there. One fourth. Yeah. Before you explained it, what it was, I was like, C is on the number is on number one. <laughs> <laughs> or two, <laughs> sometimes, it's, or it's on two. It's like yeah. C I S. Yeah, <laughs> two four nine. Is it two four, two, four nine? Two four nine. <laughs> Are we bringing back uh, uh, what, is, what are they called? Beeper code, number codes, text. What it? What it? What were those called? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Beeper text. No yeah, beeper I don't codes. Know. Probably. Um, okay. Um, take your pick, I guess, any uh, listeners, to what your favorite. Uh, <laughs> mine is the uh, speed of light. I love that. That's so weird. That's so out there that it would make sense for somebody in the K-pop uh, music world to f- to pinpoint that. Right. But, um, well, also the lyrics are saying like running to you and stuff like that, so they want to get to the person as quickly as possible. So that makes a lot oh of sense. Oh my god. Okay. Well, levels and, uh, and Ferraris are fast. Uh huh. <laughs> I so when someone's I when someone's driving one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just they're they're not going they're, anywhere. They're just they're they're not. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I'm curious, Alan Mark. I want to start with you because I'm curious to, mm-hmm. to to hear what your first notes are, and I want to see if they align with what I thought of first when I sure. first heard this song. So, um, but do it as do it at the speed of light if you can. Yeah. All right. Done. There you <laughs> yeah, go. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I just did it. Yeah. Speed of light. Yeah. It's, it's been uh, forty. Like forty years from now, you come back. Yeah. And like, oh, it's like and oh, that's what I think about that song. And then y'all are like thousands of years older than me now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a light year reference. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so with with four five eight, uh, I think the first thing that. Uh, grabbed me with the when the song played I was like okay they're finally going back to like the concepts they had that were closer to say like numb and jungle I was mm-hmm. curious when they were going to start doing that cuz I knew they were going to do the more like uplifting or sentimental music like cinema and wave for like too long so it was nice like okay here it is now especially because I think the Japanese singles were also like brighter too so mm-hmm. it's nice seeing this because I th- do think they do this really well as well but it's nice because even though it's a different vibe from the previous singles, it still feels consistent with like their sound and what they have done since Movie Star and on. So um, I appreciated that. But I think sound-wise, I think what stuck out to me was how this arrangement it feels so bare. There's a lot of space. Space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like there's just a lot of room... Uh, amongst all the different instruments and sounds that they chose, which I thought was really interesting, uh, especially into the chorus. I was sort of expecting it to be like a really full chorus that had a lot of different like layers on the track. Uh, but then it was really just like vocal and then whatever that bass synth was. And then mm. it, they stack it on a little bit, but it doesn't feel like it's a lot happening at once, which I kind of really liked still. So. Um, yeah, because in spite of having so much space, it didn't feel like hollow or empty. So 
yeah, I just thought it was really well done in that aspect. So yeah, whoever produced this, I think, yeah, I I thought they did a really good job. So, uh, but yeah, no, I otherwise really enjoy this song. I I love it. Uh, like CIX so far has not missed on singles for me. So that's uh, really cool to see. So we did not have the same first note. Oh. Because the first part, the, the when the verse hit, and then the, you had that those piano stings that, like the yeah. dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun. Um, all I could think of was like, um, oh, is this like a Lin Manuel Miranda song happening? <laughs> oh, right? you know what? I did think that on my first listen. I was like, this sounds like a musical. Yeah, like, like would be performed on like a musical from like the lead character, like trying to like overcome something or you know and i that's all i once i thought of that i was like oh no that's all i can think of now um um so i i i i guess to that extent or if i if i to put that aside um i i in general i really like the musicality of this and like the theatricalness of it it made it sound like it was meant I think I've said this a lot about other songs, but I'll say it again. It felt like it was meant to be like performed live, like oh, I could see that, um, yeah. and everything. It just it, it feels feels like it's tr- it was trying to build up. It, it's intentionally building up into something grand, um, and um, yeah, I really enjoyed that that aspect of it. Um, and then when the hook drops, I was like, okay, that that, that was great. But then they they drop it again, and then once I heard the second verse, I was like, "Okay, this is like a musical piece. Like this is straight up, like meant to be, um, meant to be like that." And so um, once I started appreciating it for that sense, I um, I started really liking this more. It like like you said, Alamark, it is a little bit simpler or like um, in that in that sense about you know uh, really just bearing or doing like the bare minimum with like the sounds um and whatnot um yeah well yeah i don't think i would call Uh, it simple though because i think the different syncopations or like when they decided to bring certain sounds in and drop out other sounds i thought that was very like intentional and i see like interesting i think it's just like just it's it's a it's it's okay so it appears simple but it's actually complicated i think so I, I I can appreciate that, um, but I did like the change of pace that they would do for the chorus for the hook, um, where they started. They kind of like gave you a little sneak preview of what was to come at towards the end of the song because like it it didn't sound as glitchy. I think the first chorus, but the second one you could start you started noticing a little bit more of that like uh, more. I guess glitchy is the only way I can really describe it. But the more scratchy sounds and all that stuff because. Um, yeah, I, I would, I'm, I'm curious to know what Steven, uh, thought first about the song. And then, uh, Steven, I'm going to punt it to you because I, I really want to know what you thought about the bridge Mm, of this song. So, um, did you, did you also dig the song, Steven? Yeah, I was kind of blown away by this single. Like, I thought it was so good. Um, and I, I was, I'm really on along the same lines as you, Chuck, like, when it came in, I just thought it felt so dramatic. I, I was picturing like maybe a, a, a sh- like a duel, like a 
Aaron Burr type, like some kind of showdown <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. with just yeah, yeah. The, the the piano, and then uh, I, I felt like the the drums were. I, I could just picture someone marching in step to that. I, I was really yeah. having these sort of cinematic uh, like oh. visions um, hearing this, and like it, it did also remind me of uh, Jungle, uh, especially when when they go. Yeah. Uh, crash into you it's kind of like when they say run right before the chorus in jungle so uh it it did have that similar like cix sound that i i maybe am associating it with um but like along that line of it being dramatic i i felt like this song uh 458 even though it's track two it felt like a song for a third act of a play or like a movie like it has that sense of being around yeah around a climax so um i think just they established that really well um i just loved in the chorus how hard those like i I always think they sound like brass like low like a brass section the the way they just hit and they they play this one pattern that's uh that's really i think it works really well especially when they bring in the the ahs like the 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 background vocals there um but yeah. Uh, oh, I and then I did love that that bridge. Um, it that's the one with the the guitar that it has, sounds like it has that tremolo, um, kind of a western like sounding song. I was also thinking of like a saloon, people dueling in in a, in a saloon. But yeah, under under BX, that was great. Um, yeah. So I I think. It was also another song that had really impactful moments, like the the first song, um, and it did that by having a lot of space around the instruments. Okay, guys, what about that bridge? The bridge just went bonkers. I feel like it just it like evolved into like a whole new thing for me. It almost gave it more of a sinister sound, or like just a more a darker sound, and I was just like, whoa. Where I, I was like the first time I heard the song, I was like, "Oh, I am all over this right now." And then I, I forget who was who. Who's their rapper again? Was it BX? Yeah, BX. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his oh, it just sounded so good. His deep toned voice and everything like that. But yeah, I just I really loved because with Bridges, right? It it takes you away for a little bit, um, but I didn't want to leave. I mean, yeah, it's it's me, guys. I never want to leave the bridge. I always want to stay at the bridge. Um, but this one, I it just transformed it into a whole new song, and that it was just so crazy that the the moment I like reoriented myself, it just took me away again. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that was a that was a fun departure. But yeah, I love I love how like industrial it, it got towards the bridge. It just almost like dissolved into this. Um, really grungy like tone environment um i don't know um yeah. speaking I don't know of, that's uh, oh sorry, yeah speaking of not wanting to leave the bridge one thing about this song i do wish it was that the bx's verse was like twice as long i mm. think there's oh, some, I, I would take it four times yeah. yeah i think there's something about his like cadence and delivery that i'm just like it felt like it ended too early or that it started oh, it in the did. middle of what it should have been uh, so yeah, like I would have loved a full like sixteen bars of VX yeah. rap there, 
Um, so yeah, that's like my my the one thing about this song that I I don't want to say I didn't like because I still liked it. It just I just want more of it. So yeah. Oh yeah, I'm re-listening to it right now. Oh, so good. Um, okay. Uh, shout! I'm afraid to move on to the music video. Are you guys good with the song? Uh, I'll just shout out. I, I, I don't do know it. who it is, but in the last chorus, someone sings this kind of a haunting high note. Uh, I would, is that Sung Hoon? It's probably Sung Hoon. Yeah. Sung Hoon's voice is very good. Like yeah. he is, a, I think for me, he's like a standout uh, vocalist for the fourth generation boys. So. Um, yeah, it most likely is him. He has, I think, the best range and mm. power out of all of them. So, yeah, that's why he's part of why he's in my bias. Cool. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, like I said, I'm afraid to move on to the um, music video because oh yeah yeah this was like it was it was like numb is numb the one with the where they're dancing on water with the red suits or is yeah. that um, oh wait no numb? no red suits that jungle? that's jungle jungle okay yeah. was there water in numb or maybe i'm confusing that with i think i'm confusing that with ATs's uh inception so mm, yeah yeah <laughs> cuz they're both um, wearing the school outfits in those so but yeah like you were saying Alamark, i re- i was really happy they went back to this uh concept or you know this is what they've I've known them as. Um, so it was just… But it's like almost… They like took it to the next level. Almost like a only one of kind of way. With lots of close-ups. Lots of chains. Lots of mid-drift I think. Um, this one was very stylistic. And I I was all… I was for, very much for it. Um, but… Uh, oh, Overall, I don't think it was just a bunch of set pieces. I feel like, and then they, they did choreo. And I, if there's any, I, I want to know like, wh- were any outfits that stood out to you guys? Any sets? Um, any specific moments? Um, I forget who was doing it, but whoever was hanging from the chains, that was really cool. I'm gonna go watch a music video while uh, while I talk about this. But but yeah, um, yeah. Any standout moments for you guys? Well, I liked uh, Beijing Young's outfit. Uh, I think he, he was second to appear in the video. But I mean, a lot of the outfits I felt were just like runway ready. <laughs> like oh, they, yeah. they, they looked so oh, yeah. cool. And yeah. I also like BX's, like the one with the shorts. Uh, oh, there, yeah. there, there's some like his vest and the shorts were like matching. I thought he looked ready to shred some NAR or like on some BMX. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought he looked really cool there. <laughs> yeah. I like how in the chorus and like the main choreography parts, like it seemed like, yeah, they styled them like racers, which makes sense with, you know, mm-hmm. the Ferrari theme. Um, I think for me, I mean, maybe I'm just biased because like I like <laughs> Sung Hoon's outfit in that uh, set when they're all dancing together a lot. The yeah. sleeveless with like the… It wraps over the top. Actually, my oh, you would totally wear that. Yeah, my my blazer that I wore at uh, DK yeah. was kind of, kind yeah. of wraps like that. It's just long sleeve. So all you need is that mesh midriff area. Oh yeah, yeah. A, a, a mesh tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, oh. but yeah, Sungun just looked really good. He looks great in that short red hair too. So oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say like this is. If they just could stayed this style, I'd be very happy. 
like not not obviously the the racer outfits and everything, but like just the um yeah, because I'm just thinking of cinema and I'm like, that doesn't seem like the same people. Like this is the con this is what I if they just did this, I'd be happy. Oh I'm just getting a whole bunch of hair ideas mm-hmm. now as as I keep growing mine. Um yeah, man. What's up with the angel wings though? Like, is that part of the, uh, the, concept? the whole concept? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Oh, so, yeah. There was a lot of, like, flight imagery. I mean, they had the yeah. butterflies and the hawk. Just all the… Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was that other winged figure. There was, like, a separate per- yeah, person, right? It was, yeah, it was a, it was a woman. I yeah, yeah. I, I didn't quite, like, get what their role was. But yeah. I mean, I, I was kind of hoping this would have been a more story driven video just yeah. because I was thinking like, oh, it's so dramatic that I would have loved to see uh, like a story play out during the video. That was more clear than the story that we saw. Yeah, um, And that's things we've seen like yeah. with uh, like Jungle particularly. That was very story driven. Yeah. Like I thought mm-hmm. it would have been the same thing, but it was more like movie star. It was very just like set pieces very like editorial uh so yeah yeah i mean it's still right. it's still a cool and oh, yeah. it had that ending scene in oh, that yeah, that's right. new place uh i was thinking of the the air temple in Ooh. avatar because it looked secluded and like yeah, yeah. Uh, I like above that. everything it almost oh, like yeah. i just feel like I don't know if you remember, but it just it got really cinematic and like the the quality of the video, like yeah, elevated. I oh, did notice yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's up there for sure. They're yeah, using that tour money, I guess. <laughs> I know. You're welcome. We sold out the whatever the Berkeley. Did we? Places. Did we? No, no, we didn't. I don't know. I kind of. Oh no. Oh, the, the the AC in that venue was expensive, so. Oh. All right. <laughs> um, okay. One think, uh, last I, thing. I'm sorry. Oh snap! I just remembered the music video about actually the title four five eight and the speed of light. Uh, whenever you write the speed of light in an equation, uh, it's always c equals three times ten to the eight. So I wonder if that's a little extra thing. So uh, yeah. c equals x. No, it's not the the. It's just the C, yeah. The, okay, for CX, so yeah. Dude, okay, I I have to. I think I've asked this before, but who do you think? Do you think it's just like a freelancer, or is there like somebody dedicated at C nine to like just come up with all these <laughs> concepts, or could it just be? Yeah. I don't know who uh, heads the studio. Yeah, but. I don't know who's the art director for them, but they're doing a good yeah. job usually. Yeah. So. Um, this top comment on the music video says unpopular opinion. They are one of the best fourth generation groups. Uh, I think that's a very popular opinion, in my opinion. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think this is a good time to take a break, guys. Sure. Wow. Yeah, before the it. one hour mark. Good job. <laughs> I know. Before 50 minute mark. Look at us. Uh, wow. I know. We're, we're growing. When we, when we hit a hundred guys, we're just going to be flying <laughs> these episodes so get used to it now guys or 
take advantage of all the the not okay now it's gonna be over two hours okay bye guys we're gonna go take a quick break when we come back we'll have a game brought to you by me and we'll talk about the last two songs of the album stick around we will see you on the b-side Right, welcome back to the B side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break, and this week's game is brought to you by me. So let me tell these two guys what they're gonna play. I don't remember if this is game 84 or 85, so it's um it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be what it is. We did skip like two games. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's yeah. true. Two or three of them. So um well <laughs> it'll be a It'll be a skewed um, set of points at the end. So I don't even know who's in the lead. I, Steven, I think you, you, <laughs> you might me. be. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Probably yeah. Mark, yeah, with all those tiebreakers. Okay, so Game 84, we'll just gotta call it. So the name of this album, oh, the name of the album that we're covering is entitled OK Not. The name of my game is called OK So. So um this is unrelated to cix but it is related to the word okay in very <laughs> alan mark fashion i have chosen uh how many songs did i choose i have oh, no. chosen six songs with the word okay in them now on the left side you will see six artists they do not match up with these titles i'm gonna okay. play each song you're gonna have to tell me which okay track you think uh it is did we, did we cover the D this Dio song? I don't think. No. No, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think we did. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, the this Dio song came out in 2019. Ah, okay. We definitely did not. Um, okay. The the okay. only song okay. we could have covered came out in 2021. Everything else came out not. Hmm. So okay, okay. All right. So okay. very simple. So I'm gonna go with strawberry milk or like crayon pop yeah um i'm gonna go with that and then you're gonna tell me (laughs) which title you think okay they it belongs to all right (laughs) oh very very good use of word okay steven all right starting with track number one okay go All right. Great. Okay. Song number two by Icon. I'm okay. We don't Don't That's it. That's all you guys get. All right. All right. This next song by Jackson Wang. 
blazing up all night oh 해보가냐 도오네 이제 든다 웃어해 I'll be okay All right. Um, number four by NCTU. No one are doing that. Why would young in Yeah. My baby says she wanna dance with the ghost. She wants to leave me, yeah. Mother the draw, mommy young boy, just come and see me, yeah. This is Dream that went to Icon. Or sorry, uh KCon. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Alright, next track number five, B2B. Which title is this? All right, sorry to uh, take you away from that beautiful song. All right. right. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> and last but not least, Dio from 2019. Which title is this? Okay. All right. That's it. So uh, it. send me your choices. I'll tally them up. And let's see. Uh, and I'll start prepping the tiebreaker, I guess. <laughs> All right. We have a winner. Oh, okay. Luckily. All right. Let me go through the, all the answers. Or unluckily and... if it's me. <laughs> We'll have all the answers uh, in right now. So track number one is entitled OK, capital O and K. So none of you got it. Oh, no. I was close. <laughs> You're close. All right. Track number two. Oh, no. Okay. There you go. The, the title gave it away. You Thank both God. got that correct. <laughs> okay. Number three, Jackson Wang. Well, I got this one. Oh, I don't even know. This one is entitled, okay, but in true Jackson Wang form, it's uh, the full word, oh. O-K-A-Y. Oh, okay. 
Okay, oh. this NCTU song <laughs> is entitled Okay with oh, an exclamation exclamation mark. The B2B song is entitled Let's see if I can find it. I don't think they say it. Doing all this searching for them not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, for some reason, I thought they said it, but um, it's entitled "It's Okay." Oof. Okay. And the Dio track is entitled. Does he? <laughs> no. That's okay because it's entitled "That's Okay." So if I tallied, if I tallied these points correctly, Stephen, you got one right. Yeah. And Alan Mark, you got two right. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I switched the last two last minute. Um, yeah. yeah, you did. Uh, I, was, I, I felt so bad. I was at least confident in the NCTU one. Because yeah. I believe that I sent that song to y'all in Kakao Talk like, way oh. back when it came out. Oh, as a response to being oh. there late. I don't know. I think I just sent it because I thought it was a cool song. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Let's look back God. in the media of our chats. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Stuff. Well, um, in true fashion, Alan Mark uh, comes out with a win because he's <laughs> he had some prior knowledge. Of um, one song. Yeah, of one song. One one song is what it took to win this game. Um, but thank you, guys. It's It's nice to have these games back. So... Um, I feel like this 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 summer we just like took like seven weeks off with games. Yeah. Um, and I, I just I when I was trying to come up with this game, I was like, I have no idea what to do with this game. Cause um I do still want to create the boys version of uh girls generations. So um, we'll we'll make it happen. We'll find it there'll, there'll be a time. I know last week would have been perfect, but I it's know. okay. All right, we'll, we'll 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 always find a time, or we'll yeah. definitely find a time. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for playing. Um, okay, so thank you for yeah the game. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not. Oh no. Oh, we can. Oh, well, yeah. We December twenty first, twenty twenty one. Are you showing uh, us how many points you got? No. Two? No. no. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, talk talk about that memory, that um, brain full of knowledge uh, coming into play. Wiki- See, that's useful. Wikipedia yeah. pink. Is it? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's useful to, in your uh, winning of the game this week. Sure. That's very true. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, guys, we only have two more songs left to cover, and we are only an hour into this recording. Let's let's get let's get it. Let's let's see. We can do this. Sub 120, I believe us. I believe in us. Okay, track number three is entitled Bend the Rules. Steven, I'm going to bend the rules and have you go first. Even though you're going to be first anyway. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, I I thought the song was, it did sound really cool. Uh, And it has a very, I like the the color that the chord progression and the chords that were, or the keys that were playing. I, I thought, it gave it this really cool, nice uh, color. And it reminded me a little bit of Cocoa Bob for some reason. It has like that <laughs> yeah. kind of funky, wavy sound to it. Um, but I feel like 
it maybe had a bit of a reduced impact if I listened to it right after 458. I almost feel like they could have split up this album as two like single albums and then just Mm. had uh, one and two and three and four. Yeah. Yeah, on on set Or like, yeah, one and two and then three and four. And that's the second single album because this one, it it could have it would be a good single too like it oh, yeah. has great like coil potential if there isn't already I'm, I'm sure there is um but i think my favorite part was the last uh, minute or so of this song uh this song's uh, third act so to speak um yeah it it gives us that super dreamy guitar with some more really cool chords I figured out why I wrote Forever because <laughs> uh-huh. it's the title of a Claro song. And oh. I was thinking of Claro, <laughs> but Great. I wrote down Forever instead of Claro. <laughs> um, but man, just the, the way that those, that guitar, it's so much softer than anything we've heard in the song. But it was, it, it, I think it also helped to kind of transform the, that sound right there. Um, it comes after Beijing Young and Song Hoon. They sing those like chanted lines. I, I thought that was so cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that, that the way the song ends, I think, really, or, it, what makes the song for me. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can I talk mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about the guitars. I think that's my favorite part about this song. Um, because it's the same strum, but depending on what instruments are being tied to it, it like changes up the vibe or the mood. And I really enjoyed that part about it. Uh, because at times I thought this was like a trap song. and then But then when the, the chorus hits, it, it like you're saying the wavy bouncy, it, it kind of gave me like that reggae type of... Uh, strum pattern in my head and so I just wanted to like kind of bob up and down with the chorus at least like it made me want to like um yeah bounce around uh as well but yeah I I am kind of in that same boat it's it doesn't stand out as much as 458 for me it just kind of it's a very serviceable like good for what it is kind of song um but I I I have to echo as well, I think aside from the guitar, my favorite part is that start of the last minute that you're talking about, Stephen. Especially when it does sound again, it's it's when it starts to sound more sinister and like that little descending uh, portion. Like it takes the um, the like the vocal or like the pattern that you're used to with the chorus, and then kind of like twists it a little bit to make it yeah sound darker. And I uh, I uh, I wanted to again just like uh, four, or five, four or five eight stay in that world, um, but I did appreciate how it seamlessly transitioned into back into the chorus for the outro. Um, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I I'll think of more as Alan Mark talks. Sure. Well, I also don't. I don't have too many notes. Y'all covered a lot already. But when this song started, I really was not anticipating that reggae style uh, chorus. But then as I like kept listening to the song, I also wasn't surprised that they had a song like this because I feel like in you know previous B-sides and stuff, they've had things that had like Caribbean 
influencing it already. So mm-hmm. it's not like this was totally like left field. And even the textures of the instruments, like the guitar and even some of the samples, like there's some sireny type like synths going on. I felt like it still felt very consistent with what they've been doing. Uh, you know, of course, uh, in this uh, in this EP, but also just generally as CIX. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's nice that they were able to keep that cohesiveness. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I think compared to the other songs of this EP, I I do feel like it is the one that stands out the least. But it's mm-hmm. still one that I really enjoy listening to. I think like generally all four songs are very solid uh, yeah. at the very least. So this one is, uh, yeah, really just like, yeah, it's it's good to listen to. Like I enjoy listening to it when it comes on. And even in the la- I think it's, I don't know if it's in multiple post-choruses, but at least in the last one, there's like, oh no, it's in multiple. There's this really cool like synth as well that goes on. Like it's like sort of like a screechy synth. There. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that think, was really yeah, interesting. I love that. Because yeah. you, you always hear the, the song has yeah. a riser going from the yeah. pre-chorus, but then this one's kind of yeah. descending. So I like that you, you hear that for this. Yeah, and I, I like too because it feels like they're like pitch bending it, which makes sense because the song's called "Bend the Rules," so it's yeah. like more text painting and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, I love a good text paint. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, um, uh, I was just imagining you with MS Paint. Some reason I don't know why used it today at work. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I just needed to add an arrow to uh, a screen capture that I took. Okay. That's oh. it. I mean, it's, it's not it's not fair because MS Paint is so advanced now compared to what we had to do with. Oh yeah, I actually don't know if it's MS. Uh, I guess so. It's just yeah, <laughs> you're like using Photoshop. it. Does the job? <laughs> yeah, preview, <laughs> image preview. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, I guess real quick note. I I feel like there was more rapping in this song too, though. That was kind of nice. I don't know if uh, BX was BX, yeah, uh, was doing all of that, but um, yeah. Usually, if there's yeah. a lot of rapping. Uh, Hyun Suk also raps. Uh, yeah, that sometimes. makes sense. So. Yeah, but I actually don't know if he does here. I need to look at. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's finish this off, guys. We're we're flying through this episode. Okay. At the speed of light. <laughs> At the speed of love. Um, At the speed of Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Track number four. Drown in love. Um, I guess I, I'll, I'll do… I'll, I'll kind of start off the conversations. I think I love this song the most. Um, just because… Um, I don't know. I, I think I just needed this song. For some reason. I, I needed this rock ballad. It sounded like… The biggest song, I think, for me, it, like it, it involves so many, um, so many instruments. Uh, there was a lot of orchestralness to it, and um, kind of the repetitive nature. It, just the tone reminded me so much of like the late '90s, early 2000s. For some reason, um, I was thinking, like, it's the rock ballad that would be in a Green Day album or something like that. Um, but then when the when the orchestra started hitting, I was like, okay, are we getting into are we gonna get into some weird bittersweet symphony type of like sorry if I Here it stole is. that. No, no, it, it it had to be said and of course it, it Yeah, has, it had to yeah. be. It it and speaking of bittersweet, it this song is bittersweet. It's not it's 
it's it's uh, it's a little melancholy in its like message as well. And so I don't know, something about this just kind of felt like this is the kind of song that I need right now and um I really gravitated towards this the most, especially since it did not sound like what I'm used to. Um maybe there's some B-sides. I don't recall there being any B-sides that sound like this from CAX, but this one um very felt very much of the time. Like a lot of songs are really tapping into this era of music or a lot of K-pop songs that is. Um and yeah, I just it it sounded super grand and if we're talking about an outro, yeah, this is a good ch- a, a, an obvious choice for the outro. So um yeah, I was I was happy to drown in it. Drown in light or Ferraris. Um Alan Mark, I'm so sorry I took your bittersweet symphony if you had no, that no, it's fine. locked and ready to go. I have a lot um, of I have a bunch of things locked and ready to go in this chamber. <laughs> okay, good. Um well, why don't you uh, dunk my head underwater and drown me with your notes? Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess I'm just going to make it a thing to just continue to be bold when <laughs> in, this, uh, in our episodes. Uh, I think I've had a good string of that, but like... Just say the- you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing I was going to say is I don't think that there's any other k-pop song that sounds like this i feel like this truly Ooh, might be yeah. like like an original like k-pop like like i mean it evokes other things it's very reminiscent of other sounds but and you know i could hear like day six or when we do a song like this but like especially from a k-pop group not like a band i feel like there isn't any other song that exists like this one does um and so I thought that's that was really an interesting choice to give to this group, and uh, yeah, and I don't know what it is about the arrangement or how it's written too. It feels very familiar. I mean, Chuck, you mentioned well, like late '90s style of rock, which is you know uh, we all grew up in the same era, so I feel like that we grew up with that music as well. Like I get so many vibes of so many different things, mm-hmm. like. Um, you already mentioned Bittersweet Symphony with those strings, which an orchestral stuff, obviously. Like the guitar in the beginning, like reminded me of Smashing Pumpkins a little bit. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit. There's better. also a Japanese band called The Brilliant Green that has similar, uh, <laughs> like sound to that too. Seeds impressed. Um, and even going into like the chorus and when things swell up and chorus to the outro section. It also reminded me of like later Backstreet Boys kind of stuff, like oh. um, Incomplete or Shape of My Heart. Like they're really like heartfelt, powerful ballad stuff. So um, I think it's just a mix of all these different things that I'm very nostalgic for, uh, rolled into one song into a group that I really enjoy. So uh, yeah, I love this song. So. Oh, tough act to yeah. follow, Steven. Wow. Wow. I did not take his notes away. <laughs> he, had, oh man, he probably wrote only one word, and it was just cool. Like, that was all from his. I heart. wrote okay, <laughs> no. <laughs> but with, with an exclamation cool. point, with or the okay, 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 yeah, upside down at the end, yeah, just that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, oh, and then Q U E. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. That, that. But I. Per- I know what that note means. Not everything else is fine. <laughs> yeah. 
okay. what, what did yeah. you think about um, this one? Um, I don't know. Maybe I should be also bold here. Because you when say. you were saying, Chuck, that you said you needed this song, I felt that I did not need this song at this time <laughs> of the album. <laughs> like, it's not that That's I'm like not used to hearing uh, a different style of song on a K-pop album. That's yeah. extremely common. But I think this is related to my I, an idea that they could have split this up into separate releases. Like, that it I I after uh those three songs like this one I feel like I didn't pick I didn't really quite pick it up fully or like it didn't land completely. Um maybe it, it was just uh a change of tone from where we were hearing these these solo instruments in the, the previous songs. And then it goes dark. And then this one, we hear that intro guitar, but then we hear those strings and like, it's very happy. It, it sounds like uh, the, the happy or hopeful section of a K-drama. Like I, it, it's the recurring sound that uh, you would hear in that section of, of the show. I, I think that also gave it that sense of familiarity for me, at least. Um, and I think that's not to say that I didn't, like the song it's just after hearing the other songs i i i think this even had like less of an impact yeah. on me um yeah the things i i thought were great though were i think they all sounded like exceptional on this oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like i saw who i felt like he was going all out on this and it was yeah Love a great guy. um yeah and then uh even in that like the group the, the singing choir singing at the end it's a bit cliche but it does it's fine for this song uh <laughs> but yeah i guess it, it's i thought it was a good song but i, I yeah i just i don't know not oh i'm uh, so happy you went yeah. last that was perfect yeah. that was a perfect way to cap the trio of conversations like love it love it i do <laughs> i do think that drown in love ties well with without you in my opinion, mm-hmm. I, yeah, where this is like yeah. the the moodier, slower version of that song because they're both very emotive. They swell up a lot and have really like pretty melodies. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, I know that's where I sort of saw how this song fits on this overall EP. Um, yeah, um, I I'm just nominating for more songs like it just because if we're entering this phase, I, I'm. I just want alternative rock to just like dominate the the B sides if that's what we're gonna go with. And I also um, maybe it's because after I'm from the, from the theme song you heard earlier, <laughs> uh, <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> I think because I I was kept hear, playing that just to listen to it on different speakers. I think I've heard that more than I've heard the full song. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. like. I am almost expecting to hear the beat I made. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wait, this sounds different. <laughs> I think that it did corrupt my brain. So but yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I still stand by my uh, Yeah, don't comments. don't don't you yeah. dare change Do not retract. You you no. stay bold. 
We say, uh, I don't know. Uh, don't be italic. Don't be semi-bold. <laughs> don't be underlined. Be yeah, strike don't strike. <laughs> fully, <laughs> fully commit. Oh, no, fully no. commit. Um, yeah, fully commit to the bold. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing musically I do want to bring up. Oh, yeah. Um, it's interesting. There's no real second verse in this song. <laughs> Oh, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> After the first chorus, it's like a whole bunch of strings. And then I think it goes into like what is essentially the pre chorus. And then yeah, again, it does. But I like that. I think it works because, like, how powerful this chorus is. The chorus is really the main feature of this song. And then leading out with the bridge to outro, getting like all that fullness and emotion. I do feel like keeping a putting in a second verse in there would have sort of detracted too far and away from those feelings because it is such a like strength of this song that mm-hmm. it's and it's also very long that's like spend more time on that because it's we already had the build-up let's just do more of that so you know i didn't even notice that and i'm listening to it now it's like wow <laughs> yeah. it just does just jump from the uh post-chorus into the pre-chorus like right away that's funny um cool uh well i'm all i'm all stuffed guys i don't think i have to talk about cx i know it was such a short um release but it was just nice to say hi to these guys again yeah they're they are like that commenter said i think like the unsung heroes of the fortune they just kind of creep right underneath everyone's loud voice but they're consistent and they're still doing what they do best and so um yeah you guys ready for your last call i think so let's do it um i don't think i have anything poignant to say so i will go last how about that oh and the sure. rules there. So, Steven. Oh, yeah. I can go. Steven, first. you uh, you were bold for this last song. I want you to be bold for the start of the last call then. Okay. Um, well, I did want to mention I appreciate their uh, the long setup for uh, from their last year's album. Uh, what was it called? Be Okay. Uh, for their… Yeah. Uh, yeah the prologue. And then the… Um, Borat style uh, punchline. Okay, not uh, so. <laughs> yeah, it was almost a year. But they committed committing to the bit. That's the important. setup. Yeah, yeah, the commitment. Okay. Anyway, this is yeah. This is overall. I I think this is a good mini album. Um, I I think I just like them more uh, than I did before. I don't think I have any like new feelings about them I, I still like them I was already fond of them um and like I, I yeah I only like them more now after hearing these songs I think maybe I have a bias and it's I think it's Beijing Young I think he's very he's yeah. a great singer um so yeah I really like I I was a bit surprised at how much I liked the single on it, I will just say four five eight was my is my favorite song on here. Um, happy we got a a boy group release that I actually was into most of it, so uh, I, I was glad about that. Um, but yeah, I I just yeah I like CIX. Um, I think they're their company. They have a good set of groups, so uh, yeah, I, I'm like just. 
I do kind of agree that they are a bit underrated, even though a lot of fans will say that about their groups. Uh, um, I kind of get, I just still feel like they're a bit underrated. But yeah, good, solid uh, release here we have. Yeah. And maybe that's because they come from a small company too. C9 is not big. Yeah. And, uh, but you could see with how they're uh, investing in this group, I think. it's They know they got something really good with them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I may have mentioned last year that like CIX would sort of become my project group of that year where it's like, oh, okay, let's let's check them out more and see if I actually really like them or not. Um, and even when we went to the concert this year, I was still also kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm like that into them yet, but tickets are available and affordable. So let's just try it and check it out. And uh, that was like, yeah, they were great at that show. Um, but I think with this uh, EP, I think I can solidly say that they've joined like my favorite group, like boy groups in K-pop, uh, which is funny because after our last episode, I mentioned like, oh, 17 got seven and shiny are <laughs> getting really lonely. But it looks like oh, C- yeah. I'm ready to put CIX there up there with them. So wow. um, they've always been like borderline. Like, I'm not sure if they're quite there, but I think with this, I am confident in it. Like I've mentioned, I mentioned, I like all of the singles they have really strong b-sides so uh, and this one is no different so uh yeah i don't yeah i don't have anything really long-winded or um, like my usual exuberance and um as you know <laughs> words and with flowery words Things, and stuff like that but yeah. um yeah i just really like this group and i'm happy to have like another bird group i could say this is you know one of my favorites i think Seung Hyun's also like like up there in my biases now too. I just love his talent, his voice. And also how he's like, outside of like this music video, he's usually very smiley and stuff like that. I like that. So yeah, but I think what I appreciate the most is that they have stayed consistent and cohesive with their sound across, you know, not only this EP, but just overall as CIX. So um, yeah, I'm very excited that, you know, a fourth gen group has gotten to that level for me. So um, the only thing I will say is that this group does not feel like a fourth gen group to me. It feels like a group that's been so experienced um, with their sound. Like their sound has been so uh, fine-tuned that I don't feel like they need to fall into the trappings of whatever is popular at the moment. Um, they do. They just do anything and it sounds great. And so I think... That's why they are flying so low uh, or under the radar is because they don't need to make like a splash to to make really good music. So um, hopefully more and more people. I don't. Maybe they just need to come up with more songs. I don't know. But it's all conceptized, conceptized, conceptified, conceptualized. Oh, that's the word. Yes. Conceptualized. Wow. That was not in my brain at the moment. But um, but yeah, the 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 point is um I I like the trajectory they're they've been on and just keep doing it. Um we will the the three of us will definitely be really big fans. And so um yeah, looking forward for you guys to come back to San Francisco. <laughs> In uh, Oakland. <laughs> so, 
Uh, that's it. That's my last call. All right. Well, thank you all so much for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your stay and we can't wait to have you back next time. You can catch more episodes of How You Can Eat on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Follow us on all the socials at How You Can Eat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and even email. Maybe not Steven. He's going to be out of office for a bit. But Alan Mark and I will read your emails for the time being. Howyoucaneat at gmail.com it's great to it's great to have the trio back just in time for Steven to break it up again. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. All right. Anyway, get ready for ham. It's gonna be great. Um, oh man, I had some really good ham recently. Or well, it was hamon. I went to a Spanish restaurant. Spanish restaurant in hamon, like like cut, yeah. Slice. Oh, it was oh. it was okay, so okay. good. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so 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 Chicken. next week, uh, next week uh, I'm gonna go to Costco. I'm gonna buy a hamon. And by the time you get back, Stephen, that hamon will be eaten. It's just gonna sit in the closet or somewhere, wherever. Mm. Apparently, you're just supposed to leave it out, <laughs> like the the dry or like you know the cured. Yeah, you just leave it out, and then you cut it yeah. whenever you need slices of ham. Yeah, the one I ate was 38 months cured. Oh, it was. Oh, it was like buttery. Oh, it's so. Oh my god. I found out recently um, <laughs> that there is a special like. Sommelier for hamon slicers, like they, oh. you have to go through like a certification to be able to be hired for like a wet a Spanish wedding, for example, and to cut like it's it's a very respectable job. The the hamon slicer, so hamonlier, <laughs> hamonlier. <laughs> so that's a great note to this end on. All like, right, this is from Barcelona. <laughs> 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 I'm getting hints of meat and uh, salt. Okay. Oh, For uh, maybe a Corona, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Okay. Why are they swirling it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they do the chopsticks in hot pot and take this the rest and spin it like that. Mm, uh, five rotations. Oh, very good. Very good. All right. So this for Alan, so Mark, Stephen, and I, and our our uh, maybe the hamon can be our official mascot. How about that? <laughs> like like the cut, just the cut leg. That's it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> For Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your hamon liaise. So long. Stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See, yeah. Okay. Thank you.